Welcome to uh, Live Courageously podcast show. I'm your host, John Duffy, and this is my 47th Live Courageously podcast show since I started the show two years ago. Today is a special show um, to remember and honor those who lost their lives in the terrorist attack on 9-11-2001. Today, we also celebrate and remember the many brave men and women who exhibited courage on 9-11 and in the years after in our military and first responders. I remember when the World Trade Centers were attacked on that morning of 9-11. I was in my apartment in Santa Monica watching it on TV, and it was a turning point in my life and my identity, as it was for so many others. I watched the TV for days on end, trying to make sense of all of it. And I traveled to New York City uh, in uh, Christmas to uh, see my family. And I went down to the World Trade Center grounds to see for myself what happened in my city and in my country. And I can't describe all the emotions I felt standing there and looking at the hole in the ground and smelling the burning smells and reading all the handmade tributes to those who lost their lives, their family members uh, and the ones they loved. And I remember going into a church nearby and, and just seeing the impact that it was having on my city and how much it changed New York and everybody was different. Everybody was treating each other differently um, after the in the aftermath of 9-11. And it was one of the most powerful experiences, emotional experiences in my life. That uh, Islamic terrorist attack on 9-11 made me reevaluate my life up until that point and look back on the decades I spent as a radical supporting radical causes and groups in the Middle East similar to the group that ended up pulling off those terrorist attacks. I had went down a different path uh, when I was young and 9-11 gave me a, uh, a light bulb moment to reevaluate my life. And I took a deeper dive into my life and I came away seeing that I had went down the wrong road uh, when I was younger and was on the wrong side. And that uh, reevaluation led me to, um, to both identify and appreciate America for the first time and understand on a deeper emotional level the gift my father and mother gave me by both uh, immigrating from Ireland and arriving on Ellis Island during the Great Depression. They gave me my American dream. And even though I grew up in poverty in the South Bronx, I was blessed to live in America. And it took, unfortunately, the tragedy of 9-11 to allow me to recognize it and appreciate it. That's my 9-11 uh, moment. And I'm sure we all have special moments that how it affected each and every one of us. And because of that, that's one of the reasons why I remember and honor 9-11 every year since 2001 and has deepened my appreciation and gratitude for the blessings I was given to be born in the greatest nation in the world. So on today's show, I'm gonna share some videos about 9-11, videos about events honoring it, videos about the military response to 9-11, videos about our failed retreat from Afghanistan two years ago, and heroic efforts by military veterans uh, after that um, defeat and retreat to rescue our Afghan allies and get them out and save their lives and their families from the uh, potential murder by the Taliban. And I'll finish the show with a couple of music videos that kind of capture the feeling of that. So, you know, the first video I'm gonna play is, um, is gonna be a little painful to watch maybe, but it's gonna take us back um, to, to that day and that moment as to what happened. So uh, this is a, a, 
a, a journey back into that. And I uh, please watch and, and I'll be back in a minute. Hey Beth, what what is that? Something somebody hit uh, the World Trade Center or the, the Trade Center? The World Trade, Trade Center. Center. Yeah. This just in, you were looking at a breaking news story very disturbing live shot there. Yeah, that is the know, World Trade Center, and we just unconfirmed reports this morning. Some sort of explosion. As we come on now, we have serious news of a major and very tragic I just heard a loud boom. You, you did? Was it a plane? That's what I was thinking. It was a terrorist attack. Immediately, there's speculation or cause for concern. This is the World Trade Center that was the center of a terrorist bombing right. some years ago. So the questions have to be asked, was this a purely an accident or could this have been an intentional act? But either way, extensive damage was Oh my god. Oh my god. Looks like six, seven floors were taken out. And there's more oh, explosions there's, oh, right now. Hold on, people are running. Wait, hold, so hold on just a moment. We've got an explosion inside. The building's that... exploding right now. You got people running up the street. Okay. I don't know what what's going on. Right. Oh my God! Another plane has just hit. It hit another building. Flew right into the middle of it. Explosion! My God! It's right in the middle of the building. Open your book up to lesson sixty on page one fifty three. Count of three, everyone should be on page 153. <laughs> oh, another plane just crashed into the other World Trade Center. Another plane. It hit a jet, a jumbo jet. I'm so scared. I'm leaving. Oh, no, I know. Don't, don't leave. You can't. Bye. I love you. Megan. Mom, I don't care. I'm getting up. Okay, please wait for me. We do have some videotape. Uh oh of the second plane and you can oh, see it there no. where no. i didn't see it Here, oh whoa oh, oh, we're under attack from our vantage point yeah clearly difficult to tell we're under attack uh, what type of plane that is but it's a horrific scene that's and all right oh we've just been told God. also michael sorry the new york stock exchange is, is being evacuated as is i'm sure much of wall street <gasps> if not all of it as, as much as possible but the new york stock exchange has suspended trading for the it's moment war. Today, we've had a national tragedy. 
two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. David, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're looking at live pictures of the Pentagon where there is billowing smoke. Mick, Jim Miklaszewski just reported that he heard of an explosion. And right now we're looking at an aerial view of the Pentagon. The Pentagon has been evacuated and the White House is being evacuated. However, I'd be very, very cautious. All of the airports across the country have been shut down. All flights have been canceled for another seven hours which is about five o'clock Eastern time. And then we'll reignite there. We'll take a look what's going on after that. The probability of extension, as they call that, is high. Take two. Take two and two, one. This is as close as we can get to the base of the World Trade Center. You can see the firemen assembled here, the police officers, FBI agents, and you can see the two towers. A huge explosion now, raining debris on all of us. We better get out of the way. It's coming down on me. Here it comes. I'm getting behind the car. tell you that I can't see that second tower, but there was a cascade of sparks and fire, and now this it looks almost like a mushroom cloud explosion, this huge billowing smoke in the second tower. This was the second of the two towers hit. Now this is a, this is what it looked like moments ago. My God. The uh, remains of a airplane crash over on uh, Lambertsville Road, and probably had a terrorist uh, bomb on board that blew up. I uh, don't know anything more than that. That's what I heard on the scanner. I just saw the smoke come up, and uh, 
the, the uh, explosion shook the house clear over here and we are what 15 miles from Lambertsville in Washington there has there is a large fire at the Pentagon the Pentagon has been evacuated and there's you can see perhaps the second tower the front tower the top portion of which is collapsing good lord There are no words. We have a report that a 747 uh, is down in Pennsylvania, and that remains unconfirmed at this point, and so we will check on that. Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat. But they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. pretty hard to watch and I, I, I know I remember watching the TV for day on and watching every day after 9-11, watching TV more than I have ever watched TV, just watching the scenes from that tragic um, day that 2,997 people were killed, Americans and uh, people from other countries who were in the building and in other locations as well. So. Just a powerful, I just came today from um, Pepperdine University, and I'll talk about that later, where they have uh, 2,997 flags displayed. But uh, just at this point, just wanna kinda um, remember them, take a moment of silence, and remember all those that lost their lives that day. And so uh, let us do that and remember as we uh, honor those who uh, who lost their lives that day. Oops, give me a second.
And also just want to add a, um, a tribute to the firefighters who lost their lives that day. And so let me uh, share that with you as well. After that, uh, after the 9-11, we sent in um, troops to uh, a small handful of people to uh, Afghanistan. And in particular, uh, we sent in 12 special forces with backup. And I was honored to attend the screening of a documentary about the real 12 special forces operators who went into Afghanistan. And they partnered with the Northern Alliance to drive out the Taliban 
out of the country temporarily and to bring the President Hamid Karzai into power. Some of the operators spoke at the screening of uh, this movie, Legion of, uh, uh, Legion of Brothers, I believe it, yeah, Legion of Brothers, and they shared their powerful and their courageous story that was captured in the documentary. And you can see the documentary online. And the documentary then laid, led to the making of a Hollywood eyes version of that called 12 Strong. And I'll show the trailer for that as well. But here is a trailer uh, interview with some of the special force operators who risked their lives to free Afghanistan from uh, the Taliban and to an Al Qaeda. Let me capture that. Taliban must turn over Osama bin Laden and must destroy the terrorist camps. Otherwise, there will be a consequence. We were America's response to the most catastrophic terrorist attack on U.S. soil ever. Took a deep breath. I'm about to go into battle. My wife knew we were going to go, but she didn't know where. I didn't know where we were going. Helicopter takes off. Kind of dust kind of settles. And out of the dust comes the sand people. When you see a man with an AK who's dressed just like your enemy, you have no idea whether he's going to put out his hand and shake it or he's going to shoot you. Everything else I'd done in the Army hadn't been all that hard. I figured how hard it could be. It was pretty hard. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, not knowing if you're going to come home. Somebody else getting killed. We're just trying to live. Something just didn't feel quite right about it. It almost promoted the promiscuous use of military power. I would give everything back, all the promotions, all the recognition, all the medals, everything that I have for none of this to ever have happened. You know, you go and you do stuff that's crazy. Then when you're done, they just tell you bye. Every time they leave and they come back, they're a little bit different each time. Each one of our stories are similar. How we isolated ourselves, our family, everything else. The only way we're all gonna heal each other is to get back together. We had a responsibility to people that died. You just don't do that to America and not pay the price. It was about justice. This is the first letter I received from him. This has been hardest trip, but I just didn't want to leave you in the cage. That mission was the pinnacle of our career. These are my 11 best friends in the world. I went for the brotherhood. These guys on your left and right, they will always be there. If you get a chance, and I was I was so glad to have had a chance to watch that documentary and meet some of those special operators and hear their stories as they shared them on the stage and also with the audience. And you realize that uh, that they risked their lives. Just 12 special forces went in originally in the north and 12 went into the south. And if you get a chance, uh, definitely take a look at Legion of Brothers online and, and watch what that story was because they were able to form alliances with the Northern Alliance in the North and with um, 
freedom fighters in the South who were fighting against the Taliban and Al Qaeda. And it tells their true story. And then after that, you know, of course, Hollywood made a movie of it. And it was a pretty good movie, but you know, it's great to realize what the true story is behind the Hollywoodized version of a story and how Hollywood kind of glorifies or uh, glamorizes things that are not exactly the way they happen. But here is the uh, trailer from 12 Strong. Some of you may have seen it. Some of you uh, may not have seen it, but here is the trailer. And like I said, as far as movies go, Hollywood wise, it was a, a fairly good presentation um, with some, you know, uh, stuff that just was hyped overview. But here we go. Um, and let me get this on up on camera for you. You taking me to school again? Uh-huh. And picking you up. Daddy. Two planes have crashed into the World Trade Center. And terrorist What is that? A part of some drill? Ain't no drill. 19 men attacked our country. The 12 of you will be the first ones to fight back. How do you love your family and leave them to go to war? I have two hours. I'll be really quick. Not a chance. Holding out is the only way I can guarantee you come back to me. War's gonna be over in like a week. <laughs> I don't care how long you're gone, as long as you come back. Every step we take is gonna be on a minefield from a hundred different wars. Odds are we're not all gonna make it out of this one. We don't take that city. World Trade Center is just the beginning. Teaming up with the general of the Northern Alliance that we know nothing about. General, you show me exactly where we're going. Well, what are the mountains? We take horses. All right, who's ridden before, anyone? Summer camp when I was nine. Spring break when I was pretty hammered. Does it have a name? The name? Hey, this will be fun. We're outnumbered. 50,000 Taliban and Al-Qaeda fighters. We're on our own. I can't order anyone to do this. Do you want to surrender? Keep your finger on the trigger. Stay there. Oh, God. There's no playbook here. We have to write it ourselves. I ain't losing one man on this team. You could stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. We're fighting with horsemen against tanks. Weapon in history is this. There ain't no easy way out. If you die, that's a letter you and your wife are gonna wish you wrote. Hey. I made her a promise. I'm coming along. Twelve strong. The declassified true story of the horse soldiers. And like I said, that was the movie uh, that was made. Uh, based on the Legion of Brothers, which is a documentary. So if you get a chance and want to know some of the history and want to go back and look at some of it, uh, go on to um, uh, online and look for Legion of Brothers and you'll get a more uh, in-depth portrayal of what happened when uh, our soldiers went into Afghanistan right after 9-11. So I'm going to pivot a little bit because besides the, the uh, we had the... Uh, 
terrorist attack on 9-11, then we had the response and the military response into Afghanistan. After that, there was a lot of nonprofits and organizations that were created to kind of um, begin to service people, the families of people who died in 9-11, people who were injured in 9-11, first responders, and their families take care of them. And there was a lot of different nonprofits that came about to try to do good for those who either sacrificed their lives, lost their lives, or were uh, sickened or injured uh, because of the uh, after effects of 9-11. And one of those organizations that is a nonprofit that has a great track record, you may have seen some of their ads for them, um, they would created uh, one of the, the founder of it created it in honor of his brother, a firefighter who died in 9-11. So uh, it's called Tunnel to Towers, and it's a great nonprofit with a great track record. So I'm going to share uh, their video. So, you, you know, if you're interested in making a contribution, you can uh, definitely, it's an organization that you can feel confident is something worth uh, contributing to. So here we go. And it's a Tunnel to Towers. Um, My brother was a New York City firefighter that just finished his night tour in squad one in Brooklyn. He strapped 60 pounds of fire gear to his back. He ran through that tunnel. He ran into the South Tower. While him and his other brothers were saving people, they gave up their lives. And when we lost him that day, we knew we had to do something to honor what he did. promise here today, our contract with America, that when these great men and women who protect our communities or our country, and they give their kids a kiss goodbye, and they do not come home, we are going to take care of them.
Once again, that's a Tunnel to Towers, great foundation doing great work for those who lost their lives or were uh, impacted by 9-11. Um, you may have seen commercials with Mark Wahlberg, who is also a spokesperson and uh, someone who uh, supports that mission of uh, Tunnel to Towers. Another organization that I'm going to highlight, um, I just saw them today. They do it uh, annually. They do a ride from Point Magoo down to Pepperdine University on 9-11 in, in Malibu, and they do a motorcycle ride. I, I videotaped them today, 500 uh, motorcyclists uh, riding their motorcycles for this event to remember 9-11, and White Heart, White Heart organization does this uh, annually, and it's also another nonprofit. I will later put the video up that I filmed but I'm going to share with you uh, a video from them on the right, call it the ride to the flags. And um, as we uh, take a look at this, this is what they do annually with um, motorcyclists. So check this out. So that was White Heart Organization. Um, they sponsored a ride to the flag, motorcycle ride this year. It was up probably close to 500 motorcyclists. And then every year, uh, Pepperdine, they're having the actual 9-11 event tomorrow at Pepperdine in Malibu on Pacific Coast Highway. And I've gone every year that I've been in town um, many, many years to uh, always take them 
time to reflect and to uh, walk through all the flags. And like I said, the 2,977 flags that are exhibited there. So let me just um, share with you uh, what that looks like, which is called the wave of flags. So if you've never seen it, it's pretty uh, amazing. Um, so let me just put that up on the screen for you. And here we go. For nearly two decades now, this community has paused on this day each year to remember, to grieve, and to celebrate the lives of those we lost on that day in 2001. The nearly 3,000 flags that comprise our annual Waves of Flags commemoration here on Alumni Park are a moving memorial to the innocent lives lost on 9-11. But they also stand as a dramatic reminder of the heroism of the first responders, the unity of our nation as we locked arms and pulled together, and the hope that we can truly be one nation as we honor each individual's intrinsic God-given worth. All of these reminders serve us well as we face today's challenges. And like I said, I go there every year. I was up there today, and that's where I filmed the motorcycle ride to the flags. And this, that was the wave of flags. So this is the 22nd year after 9-11. And um, 20, two years ago, we uh, exited Afghanistan. And I'm going to share something about that, and I'm going to share a little bit of my opinion. Uh, here with you and, and um, but basically the way I see it is that it was a disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. After 20 years, the US government failed to defeat the Taliban and they retreated from Afghanistan in a way that led to the death of 13 US soldiers in a terrorist attack uh, on, on that exit. And they abandoned all the Afghanis who had supported us and worked with us. Uh, in my opinion, it was a very sad day uh, in our history and it will always be remembered as a very sad day. But there were military veterans who stepped up in many, many groups uh, without the support of the government, without the support of our State Department to rescue those that we had abandoned and left behind to the possible murder of the Taliban. The trail I'm gonna share with you um, shares a story of one group, a, a documentary that was made and their efforts and successes in making a difference um, in rescuing those brave Afghanis and their families that work with us. I got a chance to attend the screening of the movie and I spoke with the director, uh, Nick Palmisciano, who I had met years ago in DC at the GI Film Festival. Um, 
and him and others were part of this rescue effort. And you're going to see the trailer, the movie you can watch online. And there's other groups that I know as well uh, through my American Legion post in Hollywood who also have been involved in actively working for the last two years to safely get um, people who are translators, people who work with the U.S. military in Afghanistan out of the country, save their lives, save their families' lives, get them into other countries, and in some cases, get them to the United States. And it was all these brave military veterans in these multiple groups who've saved so many people from the Taliban who now uh, have basically terrorized the country again, and particularly terrorized women in the country for sure. So... Unfortunately, they represent the best. Well, fortunately, they represent the best of America, and unfortunately, uh, not many in our government and our State Department um, can say the same and abandon our allies. So, let me share this trailer called "Send Me With You," um, and uh, I'm going to pass on that one. Let me just get up my trailer, "Send Me," and you'll have a chance to uh, see this story. And once again, like I said, you can watch it online. Um, it's impossible to explain the, the level of desperation that, that people felt. I mean, you just think that the first couple of days when people were trying to hang on to the bottom of C-17s. That's desperation that Americans, like, Americans don't understand that level of desperation. It was a very clear mission, which was to go rescue Aziz. I knew that if I didn't personally intervene, Aziz would die. Chad and I connected, we'd worked together over the last several years, and I just said, you know, how can I help? It's great we're gonna go help Aziz, but I'm talking to this orphanage over here that's 3,500 orphans. Let's not just help this limited group. Let's help as many people as we can. I was either going to be sitting on my couch tweeting about how this is all up, or I was going to be one of the 12 people that was making it a little less. 24 hours later, tickets are booked. Then we're getting on a plane. I knew I would be more of an asset working with whoever's on the ground. The military was not allowed to go outside the wire. That was the rules of engagement. They can't go outside and help people. Americans, something could happen right in front of them. They can't go outside and help. The Taliban looked right at them. They just executed the woman on the hood just to try to elicit response. Just to be like, just so we're super clear about who is in charge here, I'm going to murder this woman right in front of you, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Their version of crowd control was when it got out of hand, they would just dump a AK mag into the crowd. Whoever just made this decision to turn his bus around essentially just killed just murdered these people. But some of those people are Americans. There's not enough emotional capacity left in my soul to be able to mourn four busloads of people that are about to die. I'm trying to save a woman and her children, but off to like five feet away from me is a, is a dead child. There's just everywhere.
like I said, um, that's a painful trailer to watch. You can watch that movie, Send Me. And there's a lot of groups similar to that of military veterans who post uh, war in Afghanistan risk their lives as veterans, as civilians to go over there to put themselves back in the in the fight to be able to rescue uh, innocent people in Afghanistan. And they are the best of the best. And uh, I'm honored to know some of them. So that tells us a little bit about uh, what happened after. And um, I want to just share a, a, a little post from a friend who uh, shared this a couple of years ago on his thing. And so let's, let me just put it up and just kind of see if we can, um, if I can find a way to read this. But this basically is this post, um, just some of it, you know, like he said, on this September 11th, National Day of Service and Remembrance, you are invited to cross divides, differences, and ideologies to come together in service to honor those lost and those whose lives were forever changed that fateful day. Lift each other up, neighborhood by neighborhood, just as Americans did more than 20 years ago, united to serve. You can help spark a passion and create relationships between communities and individuals that extend past this day to inspire lifetime of service in all Americans. God bless America. And my, uh, Michael Major Gregory, who's a member of the American Legion, a, a veteran, he posted this. And I just think those um, that message is a powerful message that on this 20 second anniversary, there's still so much that can be done if we realize that we have so much in common and if we're willing to get into service and do whatever it takes to lift each other up. So I, I appreciate uh, Michael for sharing that. And as I get close to uh, closing out the show, um, you know, I'm gonna share two music videos that remind us not to forget 9-11, not to forget you know, what happened in our country but also to remind us of what we can do and what we have in common. And it's, I wanna thank everybody who has watched this, whether you watched it live or you watched it on recording, and I may uh, replay it tomorrow on 9-11 for those who didn't get a chance. Well, you can always watch it on my YouTube channel, but I wanna thank you for watching, remembering and honoring those who we lost on 9-11 and God bless them and their families and those who serve. So I wanna finish with uh, some music. And the first song, there's two songs, so I'm gonna, try and finish with these two songs and then I'll close out the show. So um, let's uh, get the first one up and um, it's called, Have You Forgotten? And let me get that up. I hear people say, we don't need this war. But I say there's some things worth fighting for. What about our freedom and this piece of ground? We didn't get to keep them by backing down. They say we don't realize the mess we're getting in. Before you start your preaching, let me ask you this, my friend. Have you forgotten how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire? 
had her people blown away. Have you forgotten when those towers fell? We had neighbors still inside, going through a living hell. And you say we shouldn't worry about Ben Laden. Have you forgotten? Took all the footage off my TV. Said it's too disturbing for you and me. It'll just breed anger. That's what the experts say. If it was up to me, I'd show it every day. Some say this country is just out looking for a fight. After 9-11, man, I'd have to say that's right. Have you forgotten how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire and her people blown away? Have you forgotten when those towers fell? We had neighbors still inside going through a living hell. And we vowed to get the ones behind Ben Laden. Have you forgotten? I've been there with the soldiers who've gone away to war. And you can bet that they remember just what they're fighting for. Have you forgotten all the people killed? Yes, some went down like heroes in that Pennsylvania field. Have you forgotten about our Pentagon? All the loved ones that we lost and those left to carry on. Don't you tell me not to worry about their lot. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Oh, powerful song. I'm going to give you, uh, he updated the song. Um, Recently, I'm going to share that with you and then I'll close out the show. So let's just check out uh, his latest uh, version. And um, give me a second and I'm going to get it up on the screen. And hear people say our best days are gone our people want united can't even get along a nation so divided a country torn in two 
It's such a shame after all that we've been through. We've always been a beacon, the world's one shining light. Are we gonna let it all go wrong for the sake of being right? Have we forgotten who we really are? All the storms we've had to weather. And have we ever got this far? Have we forgotten how it used to be? Well, we can still sit down together and agree to disagree. And the common good was what we had in common. Have we forgotten? Red states and blue states, left versus right. It seems like all we ever do is fuss and fight. I ain't pointing fingers, hell, I'm guilty too. But how much more of this can we go through? The whole wide world is watching while we go round and round. Need to come together, y'all, and we better do it now. Have we forgotten who we really are? All the storms we've had to weather, and how we ever got this far? Have we forgotten how it used to be? When we could still sit down together. And agree to disagree And the common good was what we had in common Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten? I remember when Americans were all red, white, and blue when it's all for one and one for all, there's nothing we can't do. Have we forgotten who we really are? How we brave the deep blue ocean with freedom in our hearts? Have we forgotten how it used to be? When I was there for you, and brother, you were there for me. And the common good was what we had in common. Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten? All right, I think that's a powerful song to close out this show, Have We Forgotten? And I hope uh, everyone who's watched that we remember and we honor those that we lost on 9-11. And on that message, have we forgotten what we have in common? And that message of, you know, that we were there for each other. And that's what we need to reestablish 
to treat each other with respect. We're always going to have differences. We're always going to see the world differently based on experiences, where we grew up, how we, uh, how we think, how we were educated. Everything about that is going to allow us to have a different opinion than someone else. And that's nothing wrong with that if we treat each other with respect and understand that we can have a dialogue, we can agree to disagree, we can agree to agree, and we can disagree and disagree. And that's okay too, all of that is good. So have we forgotten what we have in common? I think that's the message on this 9-11. And um, I hope uh, we always remember, always honor those that we lost and those who serve. And on this 9-11, I wish everybody the best and may God bless you. And I'll see you in a week on my uh, Live Courageously podcast. Thank you for watching.